0: Me diga o nome de, de quatro, quatro meninas Quero que você me diga o nome de quatro meninas De Godete, Marina, de Rosinete de e É pra você me dizer o nome de quatro meninas Eu
1: vou lhe dizer agora o nome de quatro meninas segure camarada No batido do bandeiro Eu quero cantar Eu cheguei de Belina, você vê o seu chevette de Godete, Marinete, Rosinete, Orelina Pra você me dizer o nome de três meninas. Agora
0: eu tenho que dizer o nome de três meninas. Pois então vou lhe dizer o nome de três meninas. Você quer que eu diga agora o nome de três meninas? Escute o que eu vou dizer
1: o nome de três meninas. Não me diga que é Maria, não me diga que é Joana. Não me diga que é Bastiana. Não me diga que é Luzia. Não me diga que é Sofia. digo o nome das meninas. A nega lá no Pina botou a conta do escrivete de Godete Corelina,
0: Bênice, Berenice, Granice, Olindina, Fala, Fabina, Zudito, Mariana, Catarina, Amalha, Natália, Soreia, Cristina, e é pra você me dizer o nome de três meninos.
2: Eu vou
1: viajar do Brasil Nacional, vou deixar a capital de José de Alencar. Eu vou viajar do Brasil Nacional, vou deixar a capital de José de Alencar. Olha, eu tenho que lhe dizer o nome de.
0: Você tem que me dizer o nome de três meninos Tenha
1: cuidado, companheiro, que eu vou dar uma lapada Nessa cara debochada, vou quebrar o seu pandeiro Você quebra o roteiro, Porque não sabe cantar Se tu me abusar, é tanto volta como virar Aqui não sobe mentira, a verdade, quero falar
0: Eu quero te avisar, fui a poesia, Minha Sina Mineiro mora em mina, vou te negar tipo bufete De Godeto, Marineto, Zinete, Aurelina Benício, Berenice, Cleonice, Olindina Fala, Fala, de Judite, Dona Catarina
1: Meninos, já, já cantou, tá já cantado o nome Eu de três meninas. Eu vou, vou viajar do no Brasil Nacional, vou deixar a capital de José de Alencar. Eu vou viajar do Brasil Nacional, vou deixar a capital de José de Alencar. Vou viajar do Brasil Nacional, vou deixar a capital de José de Alencar. Vou viajar do
3: welcome to another edition of the more the merrier with donna g you're listening to ciut 89.5 fm coming up on today's show my guest is andrew murphy who is the co-head and the artistic director of inside out the lesbian and gay film festival that runs on till June the 4th, right here in Toronto at the TIFF Bell Lightbox, 350 King Street West. The website is insideout.ca. And Andrew and I will be talking about the business of the festival, as well as highlighting a few films that we would like to share with you. Musically on the show, well, you just heard Sounds of Brazil with Dauji, and that was Quatro Meninas, uh, four girls, and you heard the names in the song. If you're looking for her, her name is spelled D-A-U-D-E. Also on today's show, I'll be playing some spoken word by way of dub poetry and some jazz for you. So... Stay with me until 2 o'clock, and I hope you enjoy the show. Let's get things started now with Andrew and our chat about Inside Out. You're listening to CIUT 89.5 FM, The More the Merrier with Donna G. And the focus of this interview is Inside Out. And joining me to talk about the festival, which is already underway, is Andrew Murphy, the co-head and artistic director of Inside Out. Andrew, welcome to our yearly interview. Hi, Donna G. Inside Out opened on Thursday, so I couldn't make the party. So I'm just asking Andrew to fill us all (laughs) in on what happened. And I'm sensing the raggedy voice, so he must have been Uh, a good time.
4: I mean, I feel like the raggedy voice has been here for a while. It's like all of a sudden, once you're over 40, it's like, oh, you know, before you'd like wake up after karaoke hung over, you're like, oh, I look terrible. It's like one day I just woke up and I just look like that all the time now. And <laughs> um, but no opening night was fantastic. We opened with Iris Sacks latest film Passages um, and the party was on the rooftop of the Tiff Bell Lightbox, uh, which was wonderful. Um, you know, we we've been able to have opening there on and off over the last number of years. And uh, when the weather's good, it's it's great. We had like an indoor party and an outdoor tented thing Um, people seem to have a good time so it was a good kickoff Um, and now it's just like full full throttle all business filmmakers are arriving screenings are happening so it's all very exciting.
3: So Andrew break it down for me as to what you do co-head and artistic director of Inside Out.
4: Sure yeah so I joined Inside Out like gosh, this is like ten years now. I think um, so. I joined as director of programming, so I was kind of overseeing the program selection and submissions and all the curation uh, and programming streams, and you know, making sure that we had, um, you know, a, as best we could, like a representative program, something that reflected the community and something that, um, you know, is very important to us is that what we see on screen is reflecting what's happening in our communities locally and around the world. Um, So, you know, I was doing that for a number of years and um, was sort of charged with um, kind of developing our industry programs. And as we've gone along, um, we've, our board uh, has moved, uh, recommended we move into like a co-head situation uh, because, you know, as is with many nonprofits, you, with one, ed at the top you tend to get burnout and there's no time for succession planning and it's just it's it's a it's a whole thing so our board was very supportive and very much wanting to do this so as a co-head which um i was interim last year and made permanent um in this role beginning of this year um so I'm still overseeing kind of the artistic direction. I'm not as hands-on uh in the weeds, I guess if you will, with submissions. So I'm kind of dealing with streamer relationships, uh, distributors, kind of the larger, you know, films on the chessboard versus watching all the short films and everything. So I'm kind of overseeing the 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 larger things and making sure we have placements that balance, um you know, fun with like something that's marketable, also something that is really reflective of what our programming team wants to curate and put out there and, and have their voice there. Um, so there's that piece and then overseeing uh, granting, grant work, funders, streaming partnerships and um, industry development, uh, which includes our finance forum and, and pieces like that. So- And who do <laughs> yeah, you- I haven't slept in here. It's totally fine. Um, <laughs>
3: So who totally
4: do you uh, share this role with, the co-head? Sharing this role with Ely um, who uh, joined us about three years ago as Director of Development. Um, so uh, the board kind of had us step up together, which has been really interesting, you know, because we're all kind of learning as we go and how we do kind of a co-leadership. Um, you know, but we've been fortunate. You know, this festival has been around for 33 years um, and we've you know, the pre- previous people in the ED positions, you know, like Andrea and Scott and, and, and that, like, there's been some, you know, really wonderful, smart people that have made good strategic moves. And, you know, I've been here over the 10 years, like I've, I've been really like, I don't know, humbled, I guess, to be part of a very strategic growth in the size of the festival, the breadth of the festival and the reach as well, you know, across Canada locally and you know, like around the world, you know, we are um, a respected festival and people want to come here. People want to play with us. They want to premiere with us Um, because we, you know, our programmers, our staff, the vibe is really nice and it means a lot to us that people see us as a destination. But, you know, that we don't, you know, on the same level of importance is ensuring that we are offering something for you know, the alternative pride, I guess, if you will, for kind of the local, our local queer community as well.
3: Right. And a lot of (laughs) people don't realize that, you know, with a film festival, there's always the industry side, which needs to be built, um, to be built up. And so it's great that Inside Out has reached that point where, you know, you're doing things like working on distribution more and the streaming. Can we talk about the streaming now?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's, I find it so, um, I feel like there was a a pre-COVID, it was like year after year after year as Netflix was kind of coming in, it was like pre-Paramount Plus, it was before Disney Plus, you know, it was, there was like panel after panel, right? It was like after, like when the Me Too movement started, it was as our former ED Andrea would say, it's like, you know, panels of festivals, like how to be a woman, Um, you know, and she would say, I'm going to go to another panel about how to be a woman. and But pre-COVID and stuff, there was like this whole thing about what are we going to do when streamers, you know, how's it going to affect distribution? How's it going to affect theatrical releases? And it was just like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And there's no action. And so meanwhile, you know, Netflix as a disruptor very publicly kind of moved in. And it was like there was no checks and balances. Right. And I think um, it was great in a lot of ways, but it has got us to this point where now you know the writers guild of america is on strike because of this this very thing um and uh as well bill c11 as well <laughs> that's been happening here that that's been passed um which is uh suggesting that streamers um adhere to the same uh crtc regulations that like regular linear television has to <laughs> I won't get in the weeds but cuz i i can't even scratch the surface there, but it, it's all very interesting. It's very exciting because there's a lot of opportunities with streaming. And we are very fortunate to have um, wonderful sponsors and partnerships with Netflix, Paramount Plus, um, Crave as well. And they are very supportive of um, our development programs, which is key because we are still finding uh, that um, if a queer project at development stage, you know, tries to get in or, pitch itself at a mainstream film market, there's still this weird idea out there that a queer film isn't bankable. It's, you know, the ROI is not guaranteed. And so there's still this weird hesitation because the people with the money are like these old white dudes, you know, (laughs) no shade. But it's just, it's like, it's it's such a crazy time. And uh, I just love that Well, I think what we're doing is addressing the gap and, you know, ensuring that we take down those barriers and with, you know, like our finance forum, for example, uh, for seven years, we've been doing this. And in the seven years, we've had about 40% of the projects get financed, made and released Um, Two are going into production this year. We've got six films that would their journey started at our forum over the years that are playing at the festival this year. Um, and these are the things that are super important. And we're very fortunate, like Netflix, you know, is a big sponsor for a program like this. So they, Canada is very specific about those things. And I, you know, I think Canada is interesting because it is a smaller market than America and the streamer stuff, like we welcome it, you know, cause it's, it's another outlet for, content, it's another place for queer voices. Um, and they have the access, you know, they they've set up shop in dozens of countries now. And so I think that is really interesting, especially with, you know, you look at a place like India and that where queer stories aren't maybe <laughs> as not potentially not, it wouldn't get made or funded in that country. But Netflix comes in and they're able to do something stealth to make sure that queer content's made there. So anyways i'm rambling but i think no like, um it's this is what i it's, do
3: <laughs> yeah well it's interesting for people it's inter- interesting for people uh myself included to understand this business of film and what it takes to get something to the screen so uh thank you for for sharing that with us um and also with streaming um you know pros and cons uh it's it's accessible now to people who wouldn't be able to make it out to um, the cinemas. So you're taking it into their homes and you know, they're still paying. So
5: yeah. so you're, so you're getting uh-huh. money that
3: way. <laughs> yeah. Because let's face it, it you, you need to make money to survive and to support uh, what you do each year. So let's get into the films now that you've, you know, uh, sort of warmed up after your party last night at Malapar, <laughs> um, <so, laughs> up on the roof at TIFF. Uh-huh. Um, so let's talk about some of the films that are happening, um, you know, the week uh, of of June. Um, well, not even June, but next week. So okay. um, there's a film called uh, Mutt, and it's Latinx. I like stories that are set over the course of a single day. So uh, tell us more about this film,
4: Andrew. Like Mutt is, it premiered at Sundance uh, and then went on to Berlin and we're very, you know, we're doing the Canadian premiere. Uh, This was actually a project that went through our finance foreman a few years ago Uh, and Voke, the filmmaker, um, is just a wonderful human. And like had this small New York film takes place over a day um, and they got the money and they just made it and it wasn't even finished and he was saying that they sent it to Sundance on like just to see and it got in and then Berlin took it and has been winning awards um, and everything so it's really nice it's a bit of a homecoming for us that we get to play it after this bit of a success story has been happening and unfolding and, and now has distribution uh, but it is like it I do I'm the same as you like I do like when it's well done I love a story that you know, you're watching the 90 minutes and it's kind of the same day. Um, But it is just this, it's about, you know, this Latinx person who is just trying to just get something right for once, you know, and it's just everything, one thing after another goes wrong. And it's just the, I don't like the eye for the, I don't know. I can't even describe it. You just have to go see it. I guess I get excited about this movie. I don't want to give too much away. I just like, it's anyone that likes a good New York story. It's just, one of those things and acting is it
3: is it one of these films where the location plays a role Mm -hmm. as they move along during the day
4: uh it's more like a character like the characters i think are more the mainstay because you know okay it's trying to like you know they have to borrow a car and they have to go here and pick someone up and they have to do this they have to do that so i think new york is a character in and of itself but not a location specific in new york i would say okay
3: so will the director be there?
4: Yes, book is coming in, as well as uh, his one of his producers, Alex. So there'll be a Q&A at that screening as well, and that's on Wednesday, the 31st.
3: And audience, one of the things about I like about a good Q&A, because there can be bad Q&As where I'm just thinking, shut up, you don't <laughs> have, you know, stop asking your three-part questions. Um, so that's something, listeners, if you do go, have one question don't don't preface it. Just ask the question because the rest of the audience will love you for doing that. Um, and you also in a and a get to know more about the film and the filmmaking because you're allowed to ask those questions. And um, that's fantastic to know that, you know, what happens behind the scenes of these films. So that is happening on Wednesday, May 31st, 645 p.m. at Kiff and um andrew i want to move on to uh another film called runs in the family
4: ah yes uh so this such a good movie um and it came in it was one of the last movies i think that we slotted in um and it's just one of those things i I think it again it, it it is a nice sort of story about Well, I mean, I guess not the film yet, but in terms of the filmmaker, uh, met the filmmaker through other filmmakers four years ago um, in LA when we were at a festival for work. Um, And then this was like the friend of the filmmakers who had the film in our festival and their festival. Um, And then uh, just wonderful. And A few years go by and then they're like, oh, we have this movie. And um, uh, this person, Gabe, a uh, person trans experience from south africa um his father is uh, like a film director and so he and his father made this film together for netflix in south africa specifically so we're actually doing the world premiere of this movie and it's this like wonderful road movie about a trans man and his dad like going to find their mother or his mother um for a certain reason I won't give any, won't give too much away, um, and then trying to raise money for a drag show. Was like, it's just, it's just a good like classic feel good road movie, and you know just like a good films that take place in a day. I love a good road movie, and this is just joy, and we're very excited that we're able to premiere it. And um, Gabe is coming up for that. He's flying in this week, and that's on Thursday night, June first, that that'll screen at TIFF Bell Lightbox.
3: I love this aspect that it's, you know, a South African film and it's a father
4: and son. Yeah, it's like, road it's movie. not often you get queer films out of South Africa. Like I feel there's like no. you know, a couple of directors you see, like there's one male director whose name escapes me, but he's done a few films that have gone to TIFF and have done well. We've played them. Um, but they're, usually, they're they're pretty upsetting movies that he's made. Um, but this one is, it's it's like it looks good and it's just fun. And like the dial, it's just well-written and it's just no family. It's just a family dynamics, you know, and it's nice when you can get that, especially when it centers a trans character, because, you know, so many narrative films, um, with trans characters are not that this is changing, but I feel like it's, um, in the past, many have not been written by people, From trans experience, and there's always trauma involved, and so this is just not that. It's just people being people. Yeah, highly recommend. (laughs) Okay,
3: Um, there's a film that um, I screened called Leilani's Fortune, and I'm going to throw my recommendation in for this film Um, because it, first of all, it's Canadian. And it is a black queer uh, woman and it involves music. And, uh, you know, this is this is such a perfect match uh, for my show, you know, because my show is called The More the Merry because everybody is welcome um, here. And um, I'd never heard of this uh, singer. And, um, you know, she's now at the point where she's, uh, you know, becoming known. Her name is. Uh, Leilani or, um, you know, the film was previously titled The Reincarnation of Ayo Leilani. And now it's called Leilani's Fortune. And I love her story about being, you know, neurodivergent. And, you know, the Caesar, seizures that uh, she had and how that relates to her uh, music making. And it's it's directed by you know an, a woman of color lovely Carr. and um i know you're more on the um industry side but have you had a chance to see this one andrew
4: did i watched a cut of it um before it was a final cut and it's fantastic and like lovely and the filmmaker is incredible like we've been lucky that we've kind of been paired um over the last week, there's been a couple of interviews that we've done uh, for TV and stuff. And like, we've been booked kind of this, like one after the other. So it's been really nice to kind of do a bit of the circuit with them. Um, and they're wonderful. Like, and the film is really interesting and it's just, yeah, it's just so, it's such an interesting like view into Canada. You know what I mean? In terms of what people think the music industry is in Canada and like what people, I don't know. I'd like, Yeah. What, like, what did you think? Like, I'm just.
3: Yeah. It's like, well, I knew this because, uh, you know, I have friends who are artists, but people might not be aware that just because you're on a stage doesn't mean you're making money. Um, It doesn't mean that, you know, grants are flying your way all the time. And yes, you might've gone to Berlin and Paris, but that was out of your own pocket, or you're paying for free, or somebody's putting you up on their couch, and, um, or, you know, the grant people are not understanding the type of music that you're making, but your audience is. And, yeah. you know, it's it's that, I, I'm glad that that part of the scene, of the film explored that area, because this is a, a documentary, and, you know, there's so many times I've heard from um, singers, it's like, what am I doing in Toronto? Should I just should I just quit and leave the industry? It's like it feels like I'm not moving forward. And you know, I as a listener, I'm upset because, you know, I want more people to to know about these artists. And it's rough. And, you know, a, a black queer woman, um, you know, married to a white queer woman, and I love their love story so sweet. And <laughs> And, you know, I have so much love for this movie. And as soon as she opens her, Leilani opens her mouth to sing, I'm like, oh, queen. Yes. Yes.
4: Love it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I hope people do go out and and see that one.
4: I hope so, too. And I I think with that's on Monday night, Uh, like at the heart of Inside Out uh, has always been the local heroes program, which is this next Thursday, uh, which is a shorts program that showcases kind of emerging artists uh, in from greater Toronto. Um, and that is always sold out year over year. And um, it's really been a great way to kind of jump off, for, like a jumping off point for that um, to ensure that we have a ton of like local, there's more and more, every year we have more and more local content and people are making you know queer people are making art in the city and across canada and it's just wonderful to showcase it in this context and people show up for it um so i'm you know excited and our programming team really they're really proud of uh, the you know the canadian the local stuff they put together this year
3: yeah and people should look out for um for Witch Prophet. Uh, She has another name that she's known by. She's Eritrean, Ethiopian, and uh, Leilani's Fortune is is the film that we were just talking about that I loved. And the short films show them some love as well. Now, let's move on to um, one of the, uh, it's not the gayest title I've seen, but um, (laughs) it's it's, it's gay drama, shall we say, Glitter and Doom. I feel like, I feel like I know people whose this is their life story. Just in the the title.
4: I mean, (laughs) I I think everyone will find something in this movie because it is about, um, you know, loosely based on the director and the writers, how they met, right? And it's kind of elevated, sort of a heightened version of them and how they met. And their whole love story is set to the music of the Indigo girls. So it's it's really fun. And it's just, it's going to be great just hearing you know, the gas songs that were like through the, through the through the, the cinema next Saturday night as our closing gala. It's a world premiere, so it's going to be a great crowd, great energy. Uh, there's a party afterwards as well.
3: And it has it's a jukebox musical. Um, <laughs> and you mentioned uh, Indigo Indigo Girls and Leah Delaria. I'm so glad Leah Delaria is still Delaria's
4: around tender yeah tender. Uh, missy piles in the film <clears throat> and taking Nataro has a small role as well so it's going to be like really it's going to be a fun screening for sure I definitely and
3: yeah let's film. mention the stars we mentioned some of the other people but it's starring alex diaz and alan Kamish. And um, this is your closing night gala on June the 3rd, uh, Glitter and Doom, Saturday, June 3rd, 7 p.m. And, you know, Andrew, I just want to thank you again for coming on and, you know, highlighting a a couple of these films for us and telling us more about the industry side of Inside Out. And, um, you know, it's a great way to kick off uh, Pride Month. And, you know, just, you know, allow people to see themselves and come out. And, um, you know, I remember back in the day when it was on, was at the Isabel Bader Theater and you're lining up on Charles Street and people are stopping by going, what are you seeing? And then you'd say, (laughs) it's a lesbian and gay film festival. And they'd just be like, oh, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and drive by. And people would ask me, well, what are you doing there? you gay. And all it takes to go to Inside Out is to love film. So, Andrew, thank you for your contribution to Inside yeah. Out these past oh, 10 you. years and um, save your voice. <laughs> <Yes>. and, <laughs> you've got a, got a long way to, to go. I've been so, a long way to go. Yeah, you were at the opening night party. You should be at the closing <laughs> night gala and party. So, Andrew, thanks again. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Andrew. And again, the website is www.insideout.ca. Coming up next, Dance Shaka Dance by Amai Kuda et les bois, followed by Debi Young's Gender Benda. You're listening to The More The Merrier with Donna G on CIUT 89.5 FM.
6: Like a dance, girl Every feel, too Every night I see you coming Up and down and you're moving funny Do your hips like you're looking for something Oh, baby girl, I could tell what you need is And every time you get near me When well, my heart starts to beat too quickly Well, I can't put two words together So let's keep it out on the day Oh, dance, If you want to dance, I got dance, girl If you need to dance, I got dance, girl Like it's your room, dance, I got dance, girl If you feel to It's a strange situation up in the world When people hate on another for who they love Why there's people that prey on little children Same-sex marriage gets everybody trippin' We'll take a look at all the history that passes by We getting flashbacks, ain't no one asks why Well I be keeping time, like a watch Doing rocks, keeping talks, everything the body drops And I be riding like a home's on the pavement Waiting for the moon just to rock me away And I be loving it the way that the sea
7: Shackle, woman oppression. Years of socialization. Shit like girl wear pink, boy wear blue. Boy play sports, girl play house. Girl get Barbie, boy get fire truck Gender is a social construct. Yes, and we tell her says she must climb tree. We tell him said dry him the eye. We tell her we close our legs. We tell him, say boys don't cry. We tell us if please our man. We tell him, say woman, they if please man. Gender bender, schooling pretenders and learning British colonization. Gender bender, urging the sisters, redefine your feminist position. Question the standards of beauty, makeup, hygiene, weight loss, clothing industry, based on the seal of body. Them teach you early. Say, if you're anorexic, you're more beautiful. If you're physically weak, you're more feminine. Full. If you're passive and meek, you're more female. Full. And if you're black, working out the fields for 500 years, slave woman, strong and assertive, you're not beautiful. You look like a man. Better still, a lesbian. People who be fucking with the gender line, dissecting race, class, sexual orientation. what's expected? The status quo. The institutionalized shit. To all weirdos, the people who be responsibly different. He, she, she, he, transvestite, transgender, queer, gay. children outside of gender norms. Tell them she's a boy. Tell them he's a girl. And let them both play with dolls. To all chichi man, mama man, sadamite, butch, dyke, malecon, femme. Fem, 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 to all fem, cross-dressers, women who are fathers and men who are mothers. Everybody in between Don't assume when they meet me that I am a boy because I shave my head. My clothes are gender neutral. I stand with shoulders broad. I am not passive and apologetic. To people like me, gender benders, undoing the social conditioning. Transcending, creating new traditions. Rediscovering old ones who bleed the blood of androgynous. Fetus, born baby, she first goddess, always androgynous, god always androgynous, Astvads.
6: Curated by the people for the people. C I U T eighty nine point five FM is the sound of your city.
3: If you're just tuning in, I'm moving into the bluesy jazz portion of this show with a couple of tracks, getting things started with half breed blues with Andrea Menard, followed by Alex Bird and 352 in the morning. And then ending with roller coaster man by Dion Taylor. C I U T 89.5 FM, the more the merrier.
8: I was born privileged skin, and my eyes a light, light brown, you'd never know there's Métis blood raging underground. Let me tell you a story about a revelation. It's not the color of a nation that holds the nation's pride. It's imagination, it's imagination, it's imagination inside. I was told that my skin would allow me to walk on the streets where the people are free So I left my soul in my loved one's hands and I turned my back and walked away Hey 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 With my head
2: 52 in the morning And the piano She wants to go home There's no one In the place And I'm just writing this song I keep trying the cards but it's coming out all wrong 3.52 in the morning without you 3.52 in the morning And the band have said goodbye Didn't make no money But man, we really tried And I sang every song With you my mind, 3.52 in the morning without you. If I, if I could just see you, time, and if I, if I could just sing you, maybe that one killer line, then maybe, well, just maybe. Two in the morning without you. two in the morning, playing prelude to a kiss. And I'm, well, I'm just thinking that there's gotta be more than this. That whiskey keeps on saying there's someone I really miss. Oh, 3:52 in the morning without you. If I, if I could just see you one more time And if I, if I could just sing you Maybe the night would be divine Oh, 3.52 in the morning without you
5: Cover, cover me with kisses. Cover, cover me with lies. Cover me with your love, baby. You, I can't deny. Roller coaster lover, roller coaster man, roller coaster baby, baby, making other plans. up on the telephone you're never never around all my friends say you're cheating baby
4: running all over town
5: shower shower me with kisses shower me with pain shower me with your love baby driving me insane Roller coaster lover, roller coaster man, roller coaster baby, baby, making other plans. Call you up on the telephone, you will never, never, never around. All my friends say you're cheating, baby. Baby, cause I found someone new
3: Thank you so much for tuning in to The More The Merrier with Donna G. You can reach me at www.ciut.fm. Click on Sunday, 1 to 2 p.m., The More The Merrier. My contact details are there. My socials at TMTM with Donna G on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Ending the show now with Love Needs Expression by Chet Singh. Some dub poetry for you to end the show. You'll also be hearing a piece of poetry by Indran Amir Thanayagam. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week. Bye-bye.
9: Love needs expression. Love needs expression. Like the flowing wind blowing through the grass. Just one emotion. One rhythmic motion. Just one emotion. No prescription, no direction And I don't mean confusion Cause love needs expression Love needs expression like the pulsing ocean Like the rolling of the wave rushing up the sand To kiss the rock, exploding nothingness And rolling down to meet the wet ocean Just one emotion, one rhythmic motion Just one emotion, one rhythmic motion Not direction, not prescription Expression, love needs expression like the flowing wind blowing through the grass. Just one emotion, one with motion, just one emotion. Not prescription, no directions, and I don't mean confusion. Love needs expression like the pulsing ocean, like a rolling wave in the sand.
10: Beautiful that couple in handsome black and red clothes Walking along the street, her arms folded, his in pockets cold Scarves loosely wrapped about white necks And in the subway car, a black man takes a black woman's hands And her eyes look far away, beyond the walls, under the sea and his eyes concentrate on her hands As glasses drop slightly down his nose As she turns and smiles As he looks up at clay made whole And she takes her hands about his cheeks Makes a vase and roses are put in his mouth and hair And her brown leather coat crumples as she kisses him and his black windbreaker is crumpled by her kiss and for two subway stops their kiss moves a man to write and get up in the morning and sing an old song to remember a mermaid tree who held his hands wearing near rings of white moons in black hair oh, as a fan blowing honey wind about the room in which they laugh love as king